Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 156. Today we're gonna be talking about how to recognize and curb emotional spending. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available to you locally. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lola, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Lola's Frugal Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Lola. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about emotional spending, and I'm super excited to do this topic because it was actually requested um, by a listener, and this is one of my first episodes, topics, that was requested by a listener, so I was really happy to do it, and it was actually something that I kind of had in my mind, too, that I wanted to talk about at some point, so it's the perfect timing. So um, emotional spending, if you're not familiar with the term, is pretty much just when you spend money based on feelings you're having in the moment in the moment it can be based on stress um, boredom unhappiness or even happiness Um, it's the act of spending money for the purpose of making you feel better or enhancing the feelings you're already having if it's for more like a happiness celebration type purpose so it's i'll get into this more in a minute but it's more about the fact that it's the heightened emotion that's driving you to make the purchase rather than um thinking out and making planned purchases. So it's not like that there's anything wrong with making purchases um, to ease stress or, um, you know, make make yourself, like enhance like a happiness and you want to do something to celebrate. It's not that it's, that there's anything wrong with that. It's more that it's really the, the emotion that's pretty much fully driving the purpose. There's not really other factors in it. Like you didn't plan it out. Um, you know, maybe you didn't have the money for it. It's just the emotion was there and you went out and did it. So that's kind of like what emotional spending is. So some examples of emotional spending might be like paying for something out of convenience because you're feeling burned out. Like maybe um, you had taken out food to cook for dinner and instead you're like, you know what, I'm just too burned out. I'm too tired. We're just going to order in dinner tonight. Um, And maybe that food that you had 
taken out already is going to get wasted now because it needed to be cooked tonight. Like, who knows? It, it can cause um, things that make you feel bad about the purchase afterwards. Um, another example is spending money to treat yourself or others. So this could be anything from buying an expensive bottle of wine to getting a spa treatment or booking a getaway. Um, you know, like I said, this doesn't always have to be based on... Um, bad emotions. It could also be based on good emotions. Like for example, spending money to treat yourself and others. I have an example of where I fell into this. Um, I think it was my daughter's either sweet 16 birthday or a graduation. It might've been an eighth grade graduation. I can't remember the exact situation, but um, she wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory. So we took the whole family to Cheesecake Factory. There's five of us. Um, None of my kids are young enough to eat from the kids menu. So it's basically like taking five adults to a restaurant And since it was her um, birthday, or whatever it was, I don't remember if it was her birthday, but regardless, you know, I was like, we really wanted to celebrate. And usually when we go out, which is very infrequent, um, because it does cost a lot for a family of five adults, basically, to go out to eat, um, I'm always like, you got to get water. We don't usually get an appetizer. If we do, it's like we share one and we don't really get dessert. Again, if we do, we'll split one. Um, I'm usually very, like, mindful about spending when we go out to eat. But for whatever reason, this dinner, I was just like, yeah, everyone get whatever drinks you want. You want appetizers? Yeah, let's get three. Uh, Everyone order whatever they want. Dessert? Sure. I was just like, it's a special occasion. Get whatever you want. And um, when I got the bill, I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? And it just kind of shocked me when I saw like how much money we just spent in such a short amount of time on food. So... um, it, it can easily happen like that. That's just, a, I just thought that would be a good example to share with the, the happiness because a lot of times people think of emotional spending on just the negative side, but it can easily happen either because you're trying to make yourself happier or because you are happy and you want to celebrate even further. So um, another example of emotional spending is, um, you know, buying something because it's on sale. Even if you had no plans to buy it at any time in the near future, Um, There's definitely emotion involved in being tempted by something that's on sale. And we can get that feeling, um, if we don't get it now, that it might not be priced this low again. And the stores are really counting on you having those feelings. But if you really think about it, does it make sense to spend $50 on something that you had no intention of buying just because you're saving $25 off the regular price? If you had no intention on buying the item, you still just spent $50 that you didn't plan on on spending. So you you didn't save money, you spent money. So, um, you know, just to kind of recognize those things. Also, um, you know, I just want to clarify, there's nothing wrong with spending money on things that make you happy. Um, If you can afford it and you're being intentional, I'm sorry, intentional, hello, intentional about how you spend your money, you definitely should use money on things that make you happy, but it's more about like what is driving your decision and are you going to regret that decision later? Are you making an impulsive decision based on how you're feeling in this moment? Um, and is that different on how you might feel about it tomorrow when that feeling fades? So there's a big difference between something like planning out a vacation, saving up for it, making sure you can afford it and feeling really good about it spending the money on it when you do it because you had planned and you have the money for it there's a big difference between that and just like deciding on a whim to book an expensive vacation that you have no budget for um, just because you were feeling really burned out and you wanted to treat yourself 
And then when you get back, you're spending months or longer trying to recoup financially from it after after you return. So it's 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 really about like what's causing you to make that purchase and is it just pure emotion or is there emotion and thought and planning and and other, you know, um, things behind it. So, um, so those are kind of just some examples. There's lots of different examples of emotional spending, but I just wanted to give a few examples just to kind of put in, you know, put in your mind, like the types of things we're talking about. So some tips to help you combat emotional spending. Um, one of the best ways, in my opinion, is really to try not to allow yourself to make impulse purchases. So I know that sounds obvious. You know, no one wants to make impulse purchases because that's that's the problem in and of itself. So it's kind of like, oh, well, I have this problem of making impulse purchases. We'll just don't make impulse purchases. I know it's not that easy to, you know, to just say that. But if you can really try and get yourself to recognize that you might do that in some instances and try and just make it a rule that you won't make impulse purchases. So like if you can give yourself a time limit, like say 24 hours. So say if today you're like, oh, I saw this, um, I don't know, everyone uses throw pillows as an example, like throw pillows at Target. Like for some reason, that's been a recent example I've been hearing. But say if you see like really cute Valentine's Day throw pillows when you're at Target and you're just going to grab them and stick them in the cart because you're like, oh, those are so cute. Oh, that would make me so happy. I have to have them. And you're just going to throw them in the cart and buy them. Well, if you make yourself say, okay, those are really cute. I'd like to have those. Um, But make yourself wait a day because when you're out of the store and you're, you know, you have like a better uh, frame of mind, you're not in like that moment, you know, where you're like, oh, they're so cute, just throw them in the cart. You know, maybe the next day you're like, yeah, they were cute, but like, I don't really want to spend like, you know, 20 or $40 if you're buying a couple um, on pillows right now. I have other things that I'd rather prioritize. So giving yourself that time delay, um, it doesn't mean you can't buy it. You're just waiting a day and letting the emotion die down and then saying, okay, I do still really want that. I have the money for it. I'm going to go get it. It's just giving yourself time to step back and think. Um, another way is to have a budget that allows for some discretionary spending. So when you allow yourself a little bit of free money, you can still treat yourself once in a while, but you're not going to regret it later because you already had money put aside for those purchases. So maybe if you can set aside 5 or $10 a week um, to just build up a little fund where you can pull, pull from when you want to treat yourself, even just knowing that you have those little bit of funds aside um, and you know you're going to be able to treat yourself at some point in the future, it can kind of give, you, give yourself something to look forward to. Um, and that can help you combat other emotional spending. Um, another uh, tip is to unsubscribe from promotional emails. If you don't know about the special deals, you won't be tempted by them. Um, of course, those emails are designed to trigger your emotions and get you to buy things that you had no intention of buying. So if you can unsubscribe from them, um, especially maybe even the ones for your favorite stores, because those are going to be the ones that you are going to be probably triggered by more easily to go in and start buying things that you really didn't plan on purchasing. Um, Another tip is to delete shopping apps from your phone or at least move them back to um, maybe three, four screens back where you won't be, um, where it's not as easy to get to them. So you want to kind of like remove um, some of those temptations as much as you can just to make it a few more steps to have to get to them if you really do want to make a purchase. 
Another tip is don't go shopping just to go shopping. So like this uh, this actually is not, nothing I've ever really done. I've never really been like a shopper where I'm just like, oh, let's just go out to the stores today. It's always, um, I'm usually always going to get something, but I definitely know um, some people that that is something they really enjoy doing. They just go out to shop for the day and they look around and, and see things and you know maybe they pick something up, maybe they don't. But if you struggle with being tempted by those things in the stores that you don't, weren't going to buy and you don't have the money to buy, um, just by keeping yourself out of the store to just go shopping can really be helpful. Like Try and see if there's something else you can do to take up that time when you would have gone shopping. Or make it a challenge to yourself to go into the store. Like, Well, first of all, don't go into the store unless you're going there for a purpose, if this is a challenge for you. And when you do go, for something specific that you need to buy, make it a challenge for yourself to leave the store with just that item. Because it really can boost your mood. Like when you, if you go to Target to buy like, I don't know, paper towels and you leave the store with paper towels, you'll be like, yes, I just bought what I needed. I didn't get tempted by anything else. And it, it does actually make you feel good. So um, that's another tip. Uh, this tip I actually read on a website and I thought it was kind of a really cool idea. I haven't actually done it personally, um, but I thought it would be fun to share. Um, it says to create a 30-day list. So when you feel like you have that urge to buy something, just put it on a list and date when you put it on the list. So maybe, you know, it's, um, I don't know, maybe you saw new sheets for your bed that you're like, oh, those are really nice. Um, and you put down new sheet set and you put the date. Well, in 30 days from now, and, and you'll keep adding to that list. Like every time you see something that you want to buy that's not like an essential, you add it to the list and you date it. So when 30 days have passed, you you know, by looking at the date, you can see when you added the item to the list. You look at the list and you decide then, do you still really want it? It's like, you know, okay, new sheets for an example. Well, I don't know. The sheets we have have been just fine. I really don't need them right now and I don't really have the money that I want to dedicate to sheets. I'd rather buy some other thing um, and then you can cross it off the list or you're like yeah I really do need those sheets um, I have the money set aside for them and I'm gonna go buy them so it just gives you a totally different perspective and time to think because many times after 30 days have passed you're like eh, I don't really care if I have that um, so I thought that was kind of a neat idea to try Another tip is to just try and identify something else that'll help you feel better that doesn't involve spending money. You know, um, maybe going for a walk, playing a game with your family, um, doing a puzzle, reading, whatever things you might enjoy that don't involve spending money, you can use them to serve the same purpose that that emotional spending um, can can give you, like, you know, making you feel better or making helping you want to celebrate. Try and think of other alternatives that you can do um, to help with those feelings that don't involve spending. So, I mean, just to kind of summarize this, it's it's kind of, um, there's there's mixed, it, it's kind of like conflicting. It's because it's like, there isn't anything wrong with making emotional purchases, um, but it's it's what's driving that purchase. You know, if you are just regretting these purchases you're making because you're just fully going on emotion and making the purchase, then that's where you might want to find these ways to try and help yourself figure out, like, what can you do differently to stop this? Um, but if you are planning for it and you're thinking, um, 
you know, I this would really make me happy. We're going to put aside this much money. Um, in, in four weeks, we'll have enough money to buy this item. Um, and you buy it and you're like, oh, this is great. And it makes you happy like you thought it would. And, you know, you had the money set aside, which makes you feel even better because you had the money planned for it. It's still an emotional purchase, but it's not the type where you didn't plan for it. You didn't let just that emotion um, trigger you into buying something that you didn't have the money for and you weren't going to buy. So it's like, I totally understand that there's there's conf conflict here um, because it almost sounds like you shouldn't buy things to make yourself feel better. You shouldn't buy things that make you happier. Um, and that's that's not true. It's more just the the um, when it becomes a problem is when these it's the emotion only that's driving you to make these purchases, and especially when you um, don't have the funds for it, and it's not what you want to spend your money on. You're letting yourself get get um, into this mood where you just buy something, and then later on you're like, oh no, now I had these financial goals, and now I'm not able to meet them because I bought all these other things that I really didn't want to buy, but I just made the whim decision in a moment and wound up buying these things or making these extra plans. So I think the main point is that it's more just really trying to get the emotions, the emotional spending under control so that you're making um, clear, thoughtful decisions on how you want to spend the money for those types of purchases. So like for an, for example, if you have money set aside for an expensive dinner to celebrate an anniversary or some other event, of course, that's totally fine. Go and do that. If that's how you're prioritizing your money and that's where you want to spend it and you know this is coming up and you're like, we're going to do this and it's going to be fun, that there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're doing that same dinner because you're like, well, yeah, we don't really have the money for it, but we deserve this. Let's go out and celebrate. Um, and then you're struggling to buy groceries for the week and you have to put them on a credit card, then that's where it's something that you might want to say, like, is there a better way to control this? Could we maybe um, buy like a, a $10 cheese and cracker tray <laughs> at Target and maybe a, a couple bottles of soda and have the same celebration at home without going out and spending, you know, over $100 on a meal? Um, you know, when you can intentionally decide not to make a purchase based on one of these triggers, it will make you feel really good and, and you'll see that you have, that you're having more control, um, over those emotions, th those emotional spending triggers. And every time you can do that, it's going to help you strengthen those skills as you go forward. So I hope this was helpful. Um, I really think that it's more about just seeing it and identifying it. That is the first step to really helping you um, work through these um, areas and get better and better at controlling how you spend and being more intentional with it. So that's it for today. I hope this episode, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me for any reason, uh, you can reach me at facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life. You could send me a direct message. I'd love to hear any episode suggestions or feedback, anything you'd like to share. Um, we also have a private listeners group, which is at facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. If you'd like to join, I check it every day. So I will admit you to the group as soon as I see your request. Um, also, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on if you like this show. And if you'd be kind enough to leave me a review or rating, that would be really much appreciated. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day.